0: Welcome to episode 27 of forging the journey where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey I'm Greg Davis and I'm Jared Dobb and I'm getting better at saying entrepreneurial that yes took many yeah. episodes yep I, I'm I very
1: proud
0: I'm feeling confident now <laughs> if you go back a few episodes I'm like entrepreneurial
1: yes. yeah. there's, there's a couple that I know we were like blah 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 and we started it over. Yeah, it took. A few, All right, we got to try this again. Yeah, it took a few tries to get it to get it started. Well, I'll have to kick off the next one or something. and Throw you a curveball, and then you'll be out of you know out of your sink for the following week. Yeah, if I don't go practice every week, it's going to be bad. It's taken
0: me yeah. months to months to get to the to the massively skilled point where I am right now.
1: You are a very articulate speaker. It's those French words. French words are hard. Yeah, I, th- I find most words are hard, depending on my, my mental fitness for the day, where I'm at, depending on what has unveiled itself throughout the day. Sometimes I can't even speak anymore. Depends on how much coffee I've had. So we do this in the morning. It's nine o'clock in the morning right
0: now, which isn't super early, but I've also been up since five and I've, I'm only halfway through my first cup of coffee. So um, yeah, I'm on cup three and I try not to drink during the podcast. So you don't hear me gulping into the microphone. So it's a sacrifice that I make for this podcast, Jared. Guilty.
1: If you hear gulping, it's me. <laughs> so are you caught up on sleep? Yeah. So I mean for everybody listening, this is the 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 podcast directly following us getting back from the MRA show. Nope. So there's a lot of driving involved and which we did I, the mess. We did like twenty almost twenty three hours
0: of driving over four days we spent a quarter of our time in the car geez and that's i bet 23 hours is twice as many hours as what we got sleep guaranteed
1: (laughs) dude i i got back um so sunday it actually wasn't a bad drive from your place to mine i i mean i was making pretty good speed that's a nice drive yeah. It was easy. And I didn't, I don't know what it was. Normally I'm like falling asleep on trips when I'm alone. Cause I don't have anybody to talk to and I'm just struggling. I was energized. I got there quick. I actually got home around five Good. And my kids go to bed around six 30. So I got to spend a little bit of time with them, but not much. So what I did is Monday, um, I took the morning off. And I only got into the shop around noon, and then I, I spent the morning with my family, just hanging out, playing with the kids, uh, that kind of stuff, uh, which was nice. I mean, yeah. it's always nice to be able to unplug a little bit, even if it's only for a couple hours. Um, it was yep. it was pretty nice, and I slept in a little bit. I ended up sleeping until like seven thirty, eight o'clock, but I needed that. <laughs> yeah, so I I,
0: I felt kind of bad, so. Yeah, you know, we we left Indy pretty early, um, six or seven, so we could get back. So I could get back to my place early enough, and then, then ultimately Jerry could get back to his place early enough, so we could see our families and stuff. And I get back, I get unpacked, and unloaded and everything, which I kind of nice. My family was still at church when I got back, and so I was able to just I was able to get stuff unpacked, so that by the time they got home, I was done and ready, and uh, sat down with them. I think we turned on a shower or something. I laid my head back and I don't remember most of the rest of the day. I, (laughs) I think I slept most of the rest of the day. I I felt bad. I'm like, Oh good. I'm back with my family. And now I can't stay awake. Yeah. And I think I drove all, but maybe two hours of that. Yep. Uh, I think dusty drove a couple hours and you got to play games on your phone for 23 hours.
1: You know, I got pretty pretty far in Guns of Glory. I, my have. castle is doing really good. So, yeah, I can't imagine what you could do in Guns of Glory with 23 hours
0: of dedicated screen <laughs> time. Way more than you think. I mean, that's like weeks of of bathroom time that you got to <laughs> all at
1: once. Uh, yeah, joking aside, I mean, I I took the drive. I, honestly, I could have been doing more probably that's productive while we were driving. And I was, I was answering emails and, you know, keeping tabs on certain things, but I kind of took this past weekend and the end of last week as kind of an unplugged time too. Um, I, there's always, there's always so much craziness going on and I was just looking forward to spending time with you and dusty on the road, which I think was fun. And then it was okay. Yeah. I mean, dusty's, you know, dusty's dusty, but (laughs) But yeah, it, I kind of took it as a time to relax a little bit. So I wasn't stressing myself out or putting all of these requirements on my time as we were yeah. driving, just kind of keeping tabs on the Instagram and making sure that I'm answering questions. And I did, I responded to a pile of them, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I was trying to do the same.
0: Um, I mean, there was absolutely, some nice downtime, but, uh, I gotta be honest. I was, I was kind of on. I was in business mode the whole time, really. To be honest, it was uh, um, like there's just kind of, kind of, there's some kind of, there was kind of some stuff going on in the background of just you know my social media, like Instagram. For some reason, just no matter what I posted or or I took time off from posting and and it just like, there's like almost no engagement. And I just, I was feeling bummed about that. And then, um, and the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, business had been really had been a lot slower than the first quarter. Our first quarter was ridiculously insane and you kind of get used to that. You know, you, you kind of get used yeah. to seeing, seeing that, uh, you're seeing those sales day after day. And, and, and I kind of had to go back and look, at, at last year and stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is actually pretty normal. Uh, you know, so I don't need to be be upset about it. But anyway, you know, that stuff's going through my mind and, um, and then, yeah. So it, you know, the parents, the, the, the whole time we're driving, I'm, you know, my mind's, you know, my mind's going, kind of going crazy. Just, you know, just, just trying to think about things and, you know, what's some solutions for things. What's, uh, you know, what's going on there. So, but then, uh, yeah, so we could probably go through real quick, kind of what we what we did, and if there's anything each of those days that uh, kind of stuck out to us, uh, you know, you know, maybe business wise, you know, we could kind of talk about those things. So, um, so we left Wednesday evening and drove drove to Indianapolis and spent the night at a hotel there. Got up in the morning in the rain. And went to Indianapolis Gun Club and we shot sporting clays with the gun collective did. And they called it like the family picnic or something. And that was a lot of fun. So it, and, and, and looking back on it, the amount of, of driving and money that it took to do that in hindsight, um, if the event hadn't gone as it, as well as it did, uh, just like it's networking and stuff like that. I would have been really disappointed (laughs) in it because, because we basically drove to Indianapolis and back up to Grand Rapids and then back down and then back up. Like we, we doubled our driving for that event essentially. And, uh, and then getting a hotel for that night and, and an extra food and, and all stuff like that. Um, but, but honestly, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. And, and the main reason why, you know, why I went it was for the networking opportunity. Cause there was a bunch of other industry people there. So what was your favorite part about, about that? And, and, and not just like networking, but, uh, you know, what was your thoughts on, on Thursday?
1: Yeah. So Thursday, I mean, all I really knew going into it was what, you know, you told me uh, for everybody listening, essentially, um, I wasn't originally going to be going to the gun collective shotgun shoot. Um, I wasn't part of that equation at the very beginning. Um, Greg had some conversations with John and I, I know John and I've had a lot of conversations with him um, over the past couple months. So he'd said, yeah, bring him over. Um, so I didn't really know exactly who was going to be there or what was going to be going on, but I, you know, I figured it'd be a fun time. And plus then we got, I got the carpool with you and Dusty, which at this point I'm kind of glad because Um, I didn't tell you yet, but my Jeep's clutch kind of took a crap on me on the way home. Oh, no. So I'm going to be replacing a clutch on it this weekend. Um, But either way, all I knew is I was going to be shooting sporting clays with my shotgun that I hadn't shot in like six years. And yeah, John Patton was going to be there and some other people. So I didn't really have any expectations going into it. Um, I thought I was going to do a lot worse at the sporting clays than I did, which was kind of refreshing. Um, and, and I think the the trend of this whole group that people will hear me say is just like refreshing for me, kind of kind of doing things that are a little different. Um, so I, I had a lot of fun shooting the clay birds, but then I had a lot of good conversations with some of the other people uh, from the industry. And that was pretty cool. So I, I mean, I wouldn't say we got in any deep conversations or anything or built any super strong relationships, but it just got me out of my little box over here in. Pennsylvania and got me in front of some other people. So I, I was appreciative of that. I felt refreshed after it. Um, and I didn't, I didn't mind the fact that we, you know, we went kind of way out of the way to add tons of driving, um, for that event. Cause you know, what was it, I guess, you know, for what we spent on fuel and, And to to shoot, was it a financial success? I'm going to say no. I mean, you're not going to measure sales based off of it, but it was refreshing to me. So to me, um, I think it was worth it. Yeah. And so uh, I think it was Saturdays is when I saw
0: some of the payoff of going to that event. So I'll kind of get there. Um, So they were, you know, we we met – um, I got business cards behind me here. We met, um, one of the high ups from Brownells. I'm not sure exactly his position there, but I got the impression that he was pretty high up there. Um, the engineer, uh, at, at Lehigh ammunition. And we actually, I think his name is Chris and we actually, we kind of powder around with, with him most of the time. Him and Dusty seemed to get along pretty well. They're both, they're both kind of goofy and, uh, and we had a lot of fun with him and, and I'm a nerd. I'm an engineer background stuff so it was it was fun to kind of i i don't want to spend a whole lot of time talking talking shop with him because i knew that he just wanted you know he just wanted to enjoy just being out and having fun too but it was fun to kind of talk a little bit of 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 engineering behind bullets and ballistics and stuff um met a couple guys from cmmg which i'm a big fan of of their stuff And, and it was it was really cool to meet those guys and uh and there are a number of other uh, people there uh, who we met from the industry. And so, which by the way, I won, I beat John Patton by one clay. I shot a 90 out of a hundred and, uh, and I actually won a Bowers 22 suppressor, which I'm super excited about. Unfortunately, yeah. it's, it, it's a, it's a prize that you win the opportunity to pay the ATF $200 for a stamp. And wait about a year <laughs> and wait about a year to get your prize but uh, but still it's exciting and uh and so <clears throat> I saw some of the payoff and 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 again, I don't think when I say payoff, I don't even mean financially i don't I don't know that there's any um, I don't know that there's any financial gain from this. It, it, you know, I, or at least I, I don't expect any. So Saturday i which I'm jumping ahead here, we get to the NRA show and one of the first booths that we see is CMMG. And so we walk up to the booth and sure enough, we see the guys that we that we shot clays with. And it was like, you know, we, we walk up and we make eye contact and we wave to each other and they kind of wave us on in and we go in, and they start showing us stuff and we're talking, you know, we're talking guns and all this stuff. And, um, and like, honestly, that's the kind of thing that makes working in the industry and going to shows fun is when you walk around a show and you can hop from booth to booth and say hi to people that, you know, and those people awesome. wave you in. That's just, it, it uh, you know, we had somebody, um, Uh, his name is Eddie. He just kind of came out of nowhere and, and, and he was walking, walking the show with us. And we made friends with him and he he kept saying to us, he was like, man, you guys know everyone. And I don't feel like I know that many people, but I mean, in the grand scheme of that show, we know very few people, but we were swamped the entire time and we could barely make it from one booth to the next because we made so many connections over the years, And, you know, I'm making introductions to you. You're making introductions to me. And and just us spending time together at that show, I I think we, you know, we both made a lot of nice connections, you know, from each other as well. So, and when I go back and think about each, each of those people that I, that I know from, from different companies at that show. And when I think about when I met them, a lot of those connections were made years ago. Yeah. You know, from that first shot show that I went to the first NRA show that I went to from different events that I've, or that I've, I've gone to like the, uh, you know, like the clay shooting thing, you know, and having those networking opportunities and getting to meet people. And there's a little bit of selfishness in there because you're like, Hey, maybe this connection will benefit me and my business. But there's also just, I like getting to meet people because it makes going to shows and events way more fun because you, cause you're kind of excited to go and see your friends and acquaintances again. And, uh, and so that, and there's even more of this that we can get into with certain with certain people as we kind of walk through the weekend. But, but it, it was that moment when I was standing in the CMG, CMMG booth when I was thankful that we, that we went to the clay shooting event because yeah, it opened up that door and again, whether we have much more you know, contact with those guys again, I don't know, but I didn't know about some other people before and it's turned out to be uh, some really good relationships. So,
1: yeah. yeah. And I, I thought it was neat this year. So I just remember, I think it was shot show <clears throat> where I was, I think I was walking around with you guys. There was a show that I was walking around with you guys and I just was kind of blown away with how many people, you knew. um, and this year it was cool cause I got to introduce you to some of the people that I know yeah. and I didn't feel like a total Dweeb. <laughs> cause you know, I, I'm not always the most outgoing person. I mean, I am, especially when I know people, but you know, take the gun shop that we were at in Michigan. I'm not always first thinking of business, which is weird because you know, I own a business. Why wouldn't I be thinking business every time I am interacting with people in the industry, but it doesn't always come to the front of my mind. Um, so, but it was neat to be able to show you some of the friends that I've met in the industry and introduce you to them and what they do. And, um, and like you said, it's not always about, and in fact, most of the time it's not about what can you do for me? It's, it's making friends in the industry because we're ultimately selling to very similar people. Usually But also, I can't tell you how many times I've learned from these people in the industry where I can call them at pretty much any time and pick their brains and just be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Have you ever done that? And sometimes they're like, oh, man, stay away from that. (laughs) Here's what happened to us. And even information like that, kind of like what we're trying to do with this podcast is so valuable as a small business owner. But then the other thing that I get pumped up about is when I'm talking to other small business owners that are um, maybe a couple steps ahead of where I'm at and right. hearing the successes that they're, they're experiencing. And it just pumps me up. Yeah. Now we, uh I like talking uh, I, I, to Alex. Yeah. A and R. It was like, man, that's so cool.
0: Yeah. Alex is, that's a good dude. And, he, and again, he's, he's one of those guys that I met years ago and, and now when we go, if we're at the same show, we make it a point to make sure that we meet up and, and I usually get to pal around with them more than, w- than what we did this past weekend. We just didn't have the time to really uh, get to hang out outside of the show. But, um, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I was just thinking, you know, you introduced to me to one of the guys at verdicts and I'm a big fan of, of their gear I've got. I've got a few of their bags and stuff. And, um, and I would love to get to know those those guys more, and even get to know if it's possible get to know more about kind of their their business structure and why they've gone about certain things certain ways. And honestly, I I don't have you know from what I do know about their business structure and how they go about about sales and stuff. I I don't want to go about that in the same structure that they do, but I would love to yeah. know what's worked, you know, why it's worked so well for them and what's the benefits to that. I mean, it's just as, it's just as much important to know th- the things that you're I'm trying to think how to put this. It's important to know what you don't want to do and why you don't want to do it as what you do want to do and why you want to do it. If that makes sense. Um, you know, it, you know, you know I could get more into that, but, um, but yeah yeah that was cool to uh, to make those connections so then um after being <clears throat> after being damp for most of the day, we got to hop back in the in the jeep and make another six hour hike straight up north up to Grand rapids where we got in fairly late uh, to our friend ryan's cabin his his family has a cabin in uh in grand rapids it was it was beautiful there I would have liked to Honestly, would have liked I'd like to go back there and just spend the whole weekend there with you know, with all of us guys and just be able to kind of relax and you know, have time to sit around the fire and, and and stuff. That was a good time.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed that. And so that's that would be I know we jumped around a little bit for everyone listening, but we went from Thursday, you know, up to the cabin, stayed overnight. Friday we had our range day, which was awesome. Man, I had so much fun. Really the best range, I days I've range ever had, yeah. And it was, you know, it so Friday or Thursday night was kind of low key. We just stayed at the cabin, like like Greg said, and just kind of relaxed. It was a long day of driving, um, but then when Friday rolled around, we were gearing up to get to the range. We didn't know what we were rolling into, but we get to this range in Michigan, um, Fowler's Home on the Range, is what it was called, and. It's just so funny being a business owner in the gun industry because Greg and I ended up doing business with the gun shop that owns the range. And, um, you know, you always have opportunities that you can be looking out for as you're kind of wandering through your world. But, you know, we got set up down at this pit and ended up doing kind of a a Michigan versus Pennsylvania. And we threw the two Ohio boys, Greg and Dusty, and we split them in between the teams so we had competitive shooting with each other. You know, we're egging each other on. There was some trash talking and stuff, um, but I felt it was super productive. I felt like we set up drills that were, you know, allowed us to kind of push our skills. And then the competition factor, you know, being competitive with other guys, kind of forces you to to perform and kind of push your limits. Yeah. And again, I like I said, the the theme of my weekend is kind of refreshing and. That range day, although I was sore, and I, I think it's because of the sand. Because Michigan apparently is like ninety four percent sand.
0: Yeah, we, uh, the range that we were in was a was basically a a sand pit surrounded by sand dunes.
1: Yeah, also. and I'm used to I'm used I still to running everywhere. Yeah, I'm used to running on that high quality northeastern dirt, the right. hard pack. Like that's dirt. what we were on: rocks, dirt, rocks, roots. Yeah. You know, when when you go to take off and sprint you get traction, and here in Michigan, you sink a foot, and then you try to go, and then when you try to stop, you fall because you sunk into sand. I was watching videos of
0: me running, and I look like a doofus. <laughs> uh, obviously, I don't know how to run in the sand. I don't, I, I don't know how David Hasselhoff did it. He looked so yeah. good running in, in sand. I did def, definitely did not look like David Hasselhoff running in the sand.
1: Well, the key is to wet the sand down first uh, with tears of your enemies, and then... You'll be able to gain traction. (laughs) But no, I, so nothing we did on the range was super physical. I was so sore.
0: I think I came up with the
1: most physical one. I made everybody sprint, like what, 30 yards or something. Yeah. And you know, I wasn't even really out of breath with these drills. So like, I I know it wasn't super physical, but I walked away and the next day was exhausted. My legs hurt. And I think it's the sand. I really think it's just, The amount of force needed to get moving and overcome yeah. that stationary position was just way more than, you know, our hard pack here in the Northeast. Yeah, for sure. It,
0: it, you know, the, the, the range, it, it was a blast. And and I, I I wish that we all lived closer together and we could do that stuff more often. I've got some buddies close by that we can do it with, but not 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 that big of a group. And honestly, like the skill disparity between all of us, you know, we're all pretty close. Yeah. And, uh, and so that just made it fun. So I, I just, I think uh, the Pennsylvania group won by a total of like 20 seconds out of over 800 seconds of of shooting. So it was very yeah. close. And, uh and, but that situation to me was also a little daunting because it was a perfect opportunity to, make some good content because there there were a number of guys that were using Neo mags and I know Josh was taking advantage of a number of guys using the invert and you were taking advantage of, that, that there's TA steel there. And so part of me, I tried to pick up my camera and keep it in my hands when I wasn't, wasn't shooting. I tried to, but also part of me was just like, I just wanted to not worry about any of that stuff and just have fun and just concentrate on shooting and and hanging out which i kind of did more towards as things went along i i picked up the camera less and i was glad in that moment that i did but afterwards i went back to look at content and see if i got anything and i was really disappointed that i didn't get more stuff to work with i think i maybe got one or two clips out of that entire range day that i can don't worry, man. I got your back, and I and that's what I'm hoping for. I still seen your content. I'm hoping that you
1: uh, that you got stuff. Um, I know, know for a fact I've got I've got a pile of, um, especially I went heavy on photos for a couple of those runs, and they were the ones that you were I think you or Dusty were videoing. But then I also got videos of Neomag reloads and stuff, and I, I didn't look at how good they are or anything. Yeah. Um, Mostly because I, and this is a funny point that I'll just tell people that, you know, one of the, the lows of the trip was I had a half heart attack on the range Friday because I'm trying to find my gimbal. Oh yeah. And for those of you guys that don't know what a gimbal is, you know, you strap your camera into it. It's got little servo motors on it and it stabilizes your camera. So you get super floaty looking video, just like a drone. And I could not find it in the Jeep. And it turns out we left it at the, gun club, or I left it at the gun club in Indianapolis. So I was geeking out. Um, So I was a little disappointed going into it because I was like, man, my videos aren't going to be super, uh, super smooth. And they're not, they're not as good as, you know, if I would have had the gimbal, but I totally relate to that struggle of, of figuring out, you know, do I go to the range to work on myself, perfect some things or grow in some areas, or do I Take a lot of time and create content because when you're creating content or gathering content from other people, your brain is kind of in a different place. Yeah. You're, you're trying to figure out what shot would look great. Would this look good? Can they do this? Should I redo this drill three times so I can get three different angles and splice it all together? And well, so you're kind of in, you're conflicting.
0: Yeah. And honestly, if you want a good shot and as few takes as possible, you got to plan it out. Right you know, like to just get stuff naturally happening, it's possible, but you have to have that camera running the entire time and always be in the right position in the entire time. That's just, <clears throat> that's hard to do on a, on a live flat range. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was, uh, but it was, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Just, uh, you know, the weather was perfect. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. Uh, it just, I, all the guys there were just awesome. We have one thing I just want to say, I'm so thankful for the group of, of friends that we have, um, you know, with, you know, Ben was there from, from Men. I wish Noah would, Noah could have been there. Um, Ryan Kilpatrick, uh, Josh from IC 13, um, uh, Chris Moon from Lunar Concepts. And then is there anybody else missing besides there? There were some other guys there, uh, Michigan EDC uh, from Instagram was there. Um, I, I'm probably forgetting somebody. And I'm going to sound yeah, like there a, a, couple a
1: couple guys from I'm Michigan. Um,
0: but man, it was just because it, it, then we go back to the cat. We go back to the cabin and, uh, and kind of continue to have a really. It was a conversation that I needed, uh, which I said a little bit earlier that that my mind's been spinning trying to figure out the social media thing. And we had a really good conversation and I was just so thankful for all of us being there. We're all neck deep in social media stuff, right? I mean, that we have like, I think all of us there are content makers. All of us there are business owners. We're, we're all kind of in the same shoes. Right. And some of those guys like, like Ben, like that social media stuff professionally is what he does. He does stuff even for other channels and then you have Ryan who he'd probably hate for me to call him an influencer, but he kind of is. And, and, and just, you know, hearing stuff from him. So, um, you know, just we're all sitting around and we're kind of talking about some of our frustrations and what we're hearing about, about what's, what's the future and what's, you know, what should we do, be doing and not doing. And, um, and so I just, that conversation kind of helped me to move on um, just mentally that, that that weekend. I don't think anybody else there knew that that, that was something that, uh, you know, that I was really struggling with that, that, uh, you know, while well, we're there. But, uh yeah, you know, but, but that was just, you know, that was awesome. And and, and that's, and it's kind of going back. That's why I'm so thankful to have this group of friends in the industry and just we can all kind of help each other. And, you know, because, I mean, honestly, some of us, kind of compete in some certain areas too uh, with our businesses and none of us really care we just we want to see each other do well and and stuff so uh,
1: yeah yeah and i i felt the same way i mean you and i talked for hours about the social media thing um and it's one of those it's crazy because there's so many aspects of your business that you really can't control you can't like you know, put a chokehold on this and be like, no, you will not change. And you will not, you know, the algorithms will always be what they will be. You know what I mean? We can't control all of that. We can only react. And it's so frustrating sometimes trying to make sure that we're taking steps ahead for our business, because every time something changes, like you were saying, you know, that these are direct lines of income for our business. And for some, you know, say you're an influencer and maybe you're not making money off of Instagram, but you got a large following, um, you know, the algorithms change. It's really easy in that position to be like, eh, whatever. You know, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to do me yeah. and just move on with life. When you've got a business that supports your family um, or employees, when those things change, that puts a huge weight on the shoulders of the business owners because we have to react to that. Um, which is why it's so important of having, you know, for, for us, I think it, when I see this stuff happening and I see my organic content getting trumped down on and not, not reaching as many people, I'm so thankful for the ambassadors and things that we have who are succeeding really well right now. Yeah. And, you know, if any of them are listening, that's, that just speaks volumes to how, how thankful I am for the relationships that we've built. Um, because, that's helped us bypass some of the, some of the nonsense and filtering, um, and kind of spread out like a shotgun and have a little bit more of a chance of reaching people with our message. But it was cool to sit around that evening because we all have our, you know, we all have our ideas. We all have our opinions. Some of our opinions are different. Some of us have, um, different attitudes towards the whole thing, Uh, but it was neat to kind of bounce back and forth and each of us be heard and have input and be, you know, talking the dialogue of our business and social media, um, in a in a world that's constantly changing. In the, you know, I've only really been, quote unquote, into social media for the last three and a half years, but the landscape of what it was to what it is in the gun industry has changed radically in those couple of years. I mean, it it used to be all you know, hand dump pictures and EDC stuff. And, you know, it, it's changing. It, it's just, it's different. And, but I I don't know if the industry you're in really matters. You're constantly evolving to keep up with that. But I'm thankful that we had those conversations at the cabin and um, our drive with you and me and Dusty talking. Um, and I don't know if you've ever gathered this, but Dusty's like this I don't know. He's like a leveling force. I don't know if that makes any sense. He's always got like an articulated calm point to put back in. So it was kind of right. cool as, as, tensions were getting high. He's like, you know, guys, here's what this is. You know, you know what I mean? I don't know if you've noticed that about him, but it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I think now you say that. Yeah, I, I, to, I definitely agree. And, but the funny thing is if you told somebody, um you know, you know who, who, who doesn't spend a ton of time around like we do or like i do that dusty has a calming effect they would laugh at you because right well like when you think dusty you don't think calming effect <laughs> you think it's kind of goofball and uh but but he does i mean that's you know i i I've told him before he's you know he really does have Uh, he, he's got an important effect around around here at this business beyond just building neomags and stuff but um he's kind of this sounds ridiculous but it's kind of like that spouse relationship where one kind of offsets the other when it's needed oh we know and there's tired you know what goes on the neomag shop (laughs) (laughs) but there's times where where like i'm where i'm panicking about something and and he's calm cool and collected and and grounds it and there's times where he's freaking out about something and i'm like dude relax you know you know we have that you know we kind of take turns having that effect on each other it's pretty rare but we're both freaking out about something um so yeah no not for sure so then uh what are we on to saturday so we get up well friday we had actually decided to drive about an hour and a half south to stay at ryan's house or his bachelor pad um so that way it would make Saturday morning's drive shorter and, uh, which, which it did. That was nice. But we all got up, I think at five.
1: Stupid five, early. Five
0: <laughs> yeah. We had got a couple hours of sleep and, uh, and then drove down to the NRA show, which, uh, that was the first time I'd ever been downtown Indianapolis. And that was a really nice city. I would like to go back and, and explore the city. It's not that far away. So I think it's <laughs> someplace I might just grab the family sometime and, Go, go hike over there.
1: Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I mean, even spending time over at Ryan's, although it was very short, we kind of played some video games, had some pizza, some cigars, and just relaxed. Um, It was pretty cool, but I froze, man. So so it's funny. It's funny crashing at, at a a single guy's house. (laughs) I think the funny, the funniest part to me was he had like
0: three towels yeah. And there are eight of us there that wanted to shower. And uh, was, a lot of people think this is horribly disgusting, but I'm glad that I went first because I think a few of the guys use right. ta- the same towel. I, to
1: <laughs> I was one of the, so I grabbed a clean towel too. He had just like pulled it out of the dryer and I was like, yes, I will get into a cage match with whoever wants to take that towel from me. <laughs> yeah. Like I will fight you for this. But that was, that was funny. But, yeah, I slept on a recliner. It was like 63 degrees in his house. And I had no blanket, so I, like, took off my flannel shirt, my dangerous but good flannel I was wearing, and kind of covered up. But in the morning, Dusty got up before me. He's like, you look so freaking cold. So he stole some blanket from somewhere and threw it on me. So I had about a half hour of sleep that was warm.
0: <laughs> yeah, me and Dusty, I think him and I shared a bed every night. The whole time. We spent a lot of time sharing beds. Over the it's okay day.
1: to tell people you sleep together.
0: L- literally sleep together. <laughs> literally sleep together. <laughs> actually, the one night, it was the first night at, at, at the hotel. I wake up and he's like patting down my leg. <laughs> I'm like, I look over and look at the head. I can tell that he wasn't really awake. <laughs> yeah, so, right. So he's probably just subconsciously no, now he's probably looking for his wife or something. And he found a leg. <laughs> <laughs> it was just mine instead of his wife's. That's so funny. That was hilarious,
1: man. The stuff we've got to do to get through shows and do it on a budget. And yep. it's just so funny. One day we'll all be able
0: to afford our own rooms. Maybe, Yeah, maybe. We'll and, then we'll, and then we'll still look back and we'll be telling these stories and not the time that we each got our own room. Those those will be boring stories.
1: Dude, that's half of the experience, you yep. know, I mean, I, so we, we kicked it off at Ryan's house and then, you know, in the morning, like you said, we drove down to NRA show and I know we touched on that a little bit, but we were only there for a couple hours. I mean, I think we rolled in around 10 30 or 11, no, if dude, I remember correctly.
0: I don't, I don't think we got
1: to the show. It, it was after lunch. It was afternoon. Okay. And then, I know we didn't spend, we only were there, what, like five hours? If that,
0: cause we yeah. left at five. Um. I bet we didn't really hit the show floor until about 1, or something. <clears throat> um, yes, yeah, so we, we weren't there long, and we we kind of had to book it around. I, I, I had a list of maybe a half a dozen stops that I needed to make, and I forgot about a half a dozen other uh, stops that I told people that I would make, and I felt really bad. I'm on, We're on the way back home Sunday, and I'm getting DMs from people. Hey, don't forget to stop by. And I'm like, I'm on my way home. I forgot to stop by. <laughs> the, Your worst fears are confirmed. I'm driving home. I'm driving home. But uh, um, yeah, you, you know, we, we made some stops that, that, that we needed to make, but we also had time to uh, stop at some other places that, that we were kind of like, oh, we need to stop there and say hi to, again, it was, it was saying hi to people. Uh, we stopped at Silencer Shop and, and said hi to, uh, I'm drawing a blank on her name right now, um jennifer jennifer who we had met because we accidentally crashed a party at shot show that she was at and we kind of palled around with her and so we got to see her and it was great to see her again and um and and no sooner do we step out of that booth we see alex and and his crew and we hogged the middle of the aisle for we were there for a while i feel like that's where we spent most of our time oh yeah we were there for a long time but the conversation was great so yeah and then more and more people would, would walk by that we knew, and they would hop in, and and we and we talk. And I think at one point we probably had thirty people there. And uh, and, and part of me wanted to be like, "Come on, guys, hey, we got to get we got to get moving. We don't have much time." But the other part of me was like, "Let's just chill out and enjoy the time we have, you know, standing here with these guys." That and uh, and we had enough time for everything, honestly, because um, you know, we hopped into uh enforce booth and those guys for whatever reason have 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 uh have kind of adopted us into their little family and and every time now that we walk past their booth it's it's like it's like cheers like hey and we all know each other's names we walk in and then we talk for a long time and and it's also cool because as you're standing there talking to them they know other people obviously that are coming in and we got to meet some other um cool guys i think we passed uh we passed past with with talon oh yeah yeah and he's always fun to run into yeah and we ran into him probably a dozen times it got to the point where we almost kind of stopped saying hi because we're like we're just we know we're gonna see each other again yeah (laughs) we stopped saying goodbye after about the second booth and uh, yeah which is funny because because the show's big enough where it's hard to run into people but it's small enough where you're going to run into people and, and multiple times. And he was one of the guys that, that we ran into multiple times. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, you know, we ended up, I think by five o'clock, we were just toast and, and we had an event to be at, at six thirty. So we decided to, uh, to leave the show about an hour early and, and go, go back to the house, which uh, we didn't have a whole lot of time at the house before we had to go to the next event, which honestly, to me, made the entire weekend. Yes. And made everything else worth it. Like I would have done everything else the same and spent all the same money to be uh, to be at this event. So uh the firearms network, firearms radio network. Uh there's a series there is a number of podcasts that are underneath that umbrella. Um gun funny and we like shooting and uh conceal carry i should actually just followed, because he'll carry radio and a few others. And there were, and there were a bunch of other industry people. So I do sponsorship with, we like shooting podcasts. So I was invited to this and it was, I mean, it was open invite because it was like a listener meetup and, and stuff. And there are a bunch of other industry people there and man, the just the connections that, that we got to make there and the introductions we got to make there to me made the, the whole trip worth it. What about you?
1: Yeah, that, So this is where, you know, I'm kind of, sometimes I look at myself, I'm like, man, you're weird. Like, I really enjoy talking to people. And if I can connect with you, not necessarily you, Greg, but I'm just in general saying a person. If I connect with somebody, I can talk forever. But it's always, not always, but sometimes it's tough for me to go into an event where I don't know um, who's going to be there. And, and not just kind of be introverted and just observe. Because I, I like to observe, too. Um, I got out of my shell at this um, event, and I just started talking to people. I mean, I liked listening in to some of the conversations you and Dusty were having, and if I kind of ended a conversation, I'd bounce back over to you guys and see what you guys were talking about, who you were talking to. But I just went to so many people and just started talking to them and figuring out what they're doing in the industry. And I mean, this is going to sound kind of weird, but like at these events, you know, it, it's fun to talk to people who know you, but also you're kind of trying to figure out who's who, if right. that makes any sense. And I, that could sound so bad, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but, you know, a lot of people end up at these events, and it's a lot of random people. And I'm trying to find the industry friends, people that I can really connect with, um, as well as people who support us. You know, that's always cool too, but... Um, Without sounding like too much of a jerk, like that's who I'm looking for. Um, And I found a lot, a lot of cool people. Um, And honestly, some of my favorites that I talked to was Kurt with Blue Alpha Gear. And I've been messaging him for a long time. And finally getting to meet him face to face and talking and and just enjoying some conversation was really neat. Um, So I would agree with you. I would say that the We Like Shooting event was probably the highlight of the NRA show for me. And I, I don't know if we're going to get a single sale. Like that's not, again, that's not the whole point of this. In fact, I'd, I'd probably end up sending some product out, you know, at, at no cost just to maintain some relationships and, and build on that. Um, but I feel like I got a lot of value out of that event um, and yeah. meeting those people.
0: Yeah, uh, totally. And that's, you know, I, I, I really thoroughly, enjoy and appreciate, um, John from gun collective and Sean from, we like shooting. I, I get to work with those guys and, um, and I'm, and I'm so happy that I get to, and I'm glad that it, I'm glad business-wise that it that it, that it makes sense too cause those guys do such a good job and, and it does benefit me as a company. And, uh, and I'm, and I'm glad that it does. Cause I like, cause again, I, I, I really like those guys. And they, for whatever reason, seem to like me, probably because I give them money. But yeah, it always helps. <laughs> <that> helps. <laughs> but it's but, more than that. Yeah, for sure. And it's, and uh, it, I mean, I could spend the whole podcast just talking about that night and, and some of the conversations we got to have. And, um, but I mean, thoroughly just got to, got to get to know some other people even more. Um, like it, it was good to get to hang out with Eva. Um, and really get to know her more. So last time i the first time I met her, we're in a super loud bar. There was no conversation I had. And so it was fun to kind of get to know her more. And she's, she's goofy and we're goofy. So, you know, so it was fun to kind of play on that. And, um, and I, I could, again, I could go on and on just about all the connections made that night. And, and I'm super excited to follow up and, and, and do more with, uh, do more with, with some of those. And again, and, and honestly, uh, for me um, there uh, there were a lot of people there who are customers and there were there were a number of people there who uh, who end up buying neomags too because something that, that, that they've wanted to get their hands on but they just hadn't at that point I'm like, well I happen to have a box and they were more than excited to pick one up there and and just get to hear from people you know how the neomags been such a benefit to them and and, and man that just that stuff just fuels me and uh and so it just that entire night was i, I didn't want to leave like you know like you guys are are, are sitting at the table out there getting ready to leave i'm like i'm like i, I don't want to go this is and, and and you're talking about just you know how you're introverted and and it's it's easy just to you know sit back and and watch it i mean I, honestly i'm the same way um and i used to be probably even more so than you and it's taken that 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 first like that first shot show I went to and that first NRA show I went to of having to force myself to get out of out of the box. Like I went to those events prepping for months. Okay, when you get there, you gotta you know you gotta be gotta get out of your box, Greg. You gotta go do this. You gotta go meet people and shake hands and introduce yourself and and uh and I'm kinda of the point now where I can get to an event like that. And look around and be like, I oh, oh, I recognize him. I'm not even sure where he's from, but I recognize him. I'm going to go talk to him. And if it, four years ago, I never would have done that. I would have right. peed my pants before I would have gone, gone and done that. But the other nice thing is, and we did this with Eva, is if you know somebody who knows the people, people love making introdu- introductions for each other. Like, I love making introductions. It's it, It's fun because because I know this other person and I like them. So I want people to meet them. And so, um, I'm not, I don't remember how this started, but, but I think Eva just asked us, she, if we wanted her to make some, uh, some introductions and she, and she, she roped us around and, and, and took us from one person to the next, uh, making introductions. It was actually a little frustrating because she'd, you know, you know, she'd make the introduction and about 30 seconds later, she's grabbing our arm saying, okay, next. And so, you know, we, we, made some quick introductions and then, but later that night, we were able to go back and kind of follow up and, and have some more conversations with those people. So, it, you know, like even if you know one person there, it's a good chance that they're there because they know other people. So, you know, you know, take advantage of that and, and just ask people to make introductions because it's a good chance people are going to be going to be happy to make that, that for you.
1: Yeah. And you know, something that just popped into my head as I'm sitting here thinking about all this, you know, you're talking about how, you know, four years ago, you wouldn't have handled yourself the same way. And I'm in the same exact boat. Four years ago, I would have not been able to just bounce around and talk to people. So hopefully that's an encouragement to people listening. Like you don't have to be the best communicator right now in this moment. You just have to start. You got to just be willing to say that makes me stupid, uncomfortable, but I'm going to do it anyway. And trust me, I,
0: I, I sorry, like I, I wish that I could go back and take back some of those those awkward interactions that first year. I made a fool out of myself in front of some of those people.
1: <laughs> like,
0: I wish is I this guy
1: back. actually a legitimate business or what is he throwing at but us? Yeah, just
0: like <laughs> I remember I, I remember some people like like I, I didn't even give them a chance to talk really. I went up there, introduced myself. Hey, have you heard of the Neomag? No? Well here it is. Here's how it works. Hey, you want this so you can play with it? Thanks. Have a good day. Bye. And just like, I never even gave him a chance. It just, man, are so many awkward, awkward
1: conversations that I had. So, but it solidified where you're at and what, what, I guess this is like a self check. This is where I need to be. I can clearly see over the last four years. Okay. I screwed up in these areas. Now, how do I look at that through my lens of now and make sure I'm not doing that again? It's something that as we're talking about this, and I know we're getting to the end of the podcast for this episode, Um, just an ending point that I have that is kind of related, but it's related to what you just were talking about. It, It just makes me wonder if in the past, the times that we failed or we quote unquote tried something new with marketing or advertising and it didn't work, how much of that rests on my shoulders? You know, like we didn't have great success with shows, but is it because we were doing shows wrong? You know what I mean? Like I'm just, I'm, I'm self analyzing, you know, we like, we went the first year to shot show and we didn't get a ton out of it. I mean, we did get some, we had some orders and some networking and yeah, we built some relationships, but I definitely could have done a lot more at that shot show. Um, and, and looking back at how I interact with people now versus then, you know, I, I was similar to you. It's like, Hey, I'm Jared. This is a steel target. You need it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And now I'm like, who are you? Tell me about yourself. And let's learn about what you're doing. And the reason I'm doing that isn't to sell them a product. It's because I want to know their story because then I can see where our lines cross and it might cross at a sale or it might cross at an introduction to somebody who they know who's going to result in a sale. Right. But I think, I think if, if the general theme of my conversation is, Hey, that's a person in this industry and I generally want to get to know them. I've had more success than, walking up with a business card being like, hello, my name's Jared. I make AR 550 steel targets. You should buy four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of like my, I don't know if we want to recap, just do an, do an overall at the end here, but that's kind of like right now where my brain's just sitting is like, keep the finger on the pulse of what I'm doing right now, making sure that I'm using my past to keep me moving forward. Uh, that's, that's a great way to end it. Um, which just real quick,
0: I had this thought. Okay, if I was, was I saying Eva or Ava? Hopefully, I was I saying Ava. I don't know. I don't know. Her name's Ava. Well, if you list, if you listen to this, Ava, and I said Eva, I I apologize. It's, it's Ava. So anyway, back to back to what you are saying. Yeah, I uh, I, I think that's that's an awesome way to end it. It's just um, you know, be willing. I guess like I all said, be willing to go uh, get outside of your box. Um, if, if you need help doing it, you know, it, again, if I've, I've been in, I've been in your shoes. If you're, if you're going to this event and you know, nobody I've been there, I went to shot show by myself the first year. I know and knew almost nobody. Um, I was going to these big parties and stuff by myself. I was walking to the show by myself trying to make connections and, um, it just, do what it takes to get outside of your box and make those connections. Cause you never know, you know where those connections might lead. And, and like you said, even that connection you made, they might have another connection that that that, that could be beneficial. And so, um, yeah, I, I think if I were summing up just the whole weekend, if I were putting it into one word is relationships, that's what the whole thing was about. You know, I made some connections and I sold a handful of, of, of Neo mags and, 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 and that stuff was great. But, um, yeah, you know, I think I've said this on past podcasts too. It's and for me, it's just, it, it, it's about the people and, and making those connections. And, and most of the time it's not a financial, it's not a financially benefiting relationship, but, um, I still see them extremely valuable.
1: Yeah. And, just for anybody listening, if you're if you're that person that's kind of caught in the box of being scared to initiate those conversations, and remember, I still am, <laughs> still haven't gotten over that. Yeah. Um, how cool is it, Greg, when we're walking the show, like you said at the beginning of the podcast? And you know, for example, I was standing next to um, Alex with the, the owner of A and R, and then these two other guys behind are like, "Hey." sick jeep man and i'm like what <laughs> here they're following you know they, they're checking out and i had another two people walking around randomly be like hey you're the dude on instagram that has that diesel jeep like okay of all the things to recognize me by like yeah. <laughs> that that i've posted like three times of but even then people recognizing what company i'm with and and what i'm doing in the industry and i had multiple compliments on my photography and videography and like those things don't happen when you don't get out of your box. And then when you finally step out and you start building those relationships, man, how cool is it when you're recognized and other people value the relationship that you bring to the table because it's a two-way street. You know, you're not, you can't just be receiving from people, right? I um, mean, you've got to pour into those relationships. And it's just such a cool feeling to be at a point with some of these relationships that, like you said, these people are texting me and searching me out. And they want to hang out with me. Walk around with us because we know the people. I mean, man, I would have never. I'm sure it'll be different in six years or three to six years, too. We'll be looking back and be like, man, look at where we're at now. But I just was blown away, you know. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, let's say we wrap it up. Um, work at, well, if you're listening to this, first thing, please. Um, please give us a rating on on this podcast. That helps us tremendously. Uh, give us a like. Give us a comment. So far, most of the comments we get are spam comments. So a comment from a real person would be would be awesome. Um, share the podcast with people. Uh, which I did have a number. I, I had a few people say that they love the podcast when we were there. So uh, you know, for those of you who who, who give us that feedback. Just th- th- that means so much. Um, you guys can join us in conversation in our Facebook group, Forging the Journey. Uh, follow our Instagram, Forging the Journey. And our email is forgingthejourney at gmail.com.
1: Yeah. Feel free to reach out. And that just know that every comment, every message means so much and helps motivate us. You know, it helps us remember that, because, you know, I mean, Greg and I aren't aren't doing this just for our own. You know, puffing ourselves up. We don't want to come across like know-it-all business people. And I think we've done a pretty good job of being authentic about the fact that we actually know. uh, We know a lot about some things, and we know a little about a lot more. And uh, we just want to bring you on the journey. So for us, our desire is, even if it's only 100 people that end up following this podcast for its entirety, um, just that you would you know, step out of that, that box that you might be in and initiate with a comment on our Facebook page or, um, a message at our email or our personal, or, or I mean, our business Instagram pages, all of that stuff. Just feel free to do that because, you know, we want to pour back out into the people that, um, are, you know, a couple steps behind us and hopefully give you guys information that helps you out as you embark on this crazy journey of building up a business.
0: And uh, by the time this podcast is up, I should have my vlog from the weekend up on YouTube.
1: Uh, how about you, Jared? Should people keep an eye? Yeah, on Yeah, I'm you? shooting for. I usually release videos on Fridays, so depending on how my week goes, I mean, I started working on it. I'm looking at this Friday probably um, for a really which would be at this point you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So if yeah, you want to see my vlog, you know, hit up my youtube page um i'm gonna put on the i think i'm gonna put this one on the keystone carry youtube page because we have a couple of production videos going out for ta targets um so if you like personal vlogs it's probably gonna be on my personal page but definitely make sure you're subscribed to the ta targets youtube because we have some pretty funny and pretty cool videos that i'm gonna be rolling out over the summer awesome
0: yeah we got some we have some really exciting stuff coming up uh, that i'm excited to, to share with people on people on youtube so uh, yeah just keep an eye I, I i really should have the vlog out before this podcast goes up on tuesday so
1: yeah i'll keep an eye out for that sweet well greg everybody right, was another awesome one have a good rest of the week and uh yeah i right, wish you wish you much success and hopefully a better week in the social media game yeah likewise all right man, all right, man. see ya